We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app jill schlesinger from jillonmoney.com is with us this morning on the trocare college live line her show is heard weekends here on wben we're coming off the super bowl Yes. Everybody's kind of tired, extra tired this morning, right? Mm. What what resonated with you from last night? Was it the game? Usher? The commercials? Uh, it, uh, I mean, I really don't recall a, like, the, the, first of all, the whole overtime thing is fabulous. I loved it. Um, you know, and I'm a gamer for CBS, so I just wanted that game to go on and on and on and stay close to the bitter end. But, like, really, it was the first three quarters of it was kind of stinky, which yeah. is bad. So um, that's what struck me. I'm not, you know, whatever. The, the, the commercials are cute, whatever. They were fine. I'm not that into it. Um, I did... I, I don't know why, but this just shows you how old I am. The E-Trade ad with the babies, like those E-Trade oh. babies are from like 1999. Yeah. And uh, them playing pickleball did actually make me laugh out loud. I, I like that too. Yeah. That's, but other than that, the the game, what did you guys think? I, I mean, I feel like, are, are you, is this just hard for you to watch? I don't even know what to say. I feel like you have post-traumatic stress over your babies. No, there. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. pushing back, Jill. I'm pushing back because you have so many people here who are like, oh, you know, who cares? I can't even care about the Super Bowl. And I, I just want to stand up and say, no, you have to care. Yes. You have to care that the Chiefs, it's your duty as an American to yeah. care about the Super Bowl and who wins the Super Bowl and also... God willing, it's the Bills one day. You're going to want some guy <laughs> in Cincinnati right. to care that the Bills won the Super Bowl. Oh, you see, a big fan. That's a be- that's a very grown-up response. And also, by the way, of course, you guys know that I'm in the tank for Taylor Swift. By the way, a couple weeks ago, I had a little thing about, like, oh, I love Taylor Swift in the NFL. And some other anchor in another part of the country was kind of mean to me. Not me, but about her but kind of express it in a nasty way to me. And then he sends me this long apology after. I'm not even going to tell you where they're from. But like, like I'm so sorry that was like disrespectful to you. And I called him up. I'm like, what did you do that for? He goes, oh, we got so much hate mail after I said that to you. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's well, crazy. That's crazy. I'm loving them. I love them so much. Also, because it gave me a way to write about couples and money. So all I care about is a hook for my weekly column. That's it. And this was the best hook to call them the Super Bowl sweethearts. It's like the Super Bowl plus Valentine's Day. I can write about couples yeah. and money. I was psyched. So it was good. You have the good hook. And I. it's... I think it's a super interesting topic, Joe, because it's mm. kind of crazy to me how the age has shifted so far right? back, and with that comes so many things. Yeah, I mean, this was also, of course, thank you, Census Bureau, for having such deep archives that I can go back at 4.30 any morning that I wake up too early and find this. All right, people are getting married later in life. 40 years ago, median age at first marriage 
25.4 for men, 22.8 for women. And now 40 years later, it's like over 30 and over 28. So people are coming into their marriages with patterns and habits about money for better and, you know, sometimes for worse. So that means that actually having a conversation about money is really critical. And you start not with like, how could you have that much debt, dum-dum? You start by saying, oh, wait a second. Tell me about like your views on money. Like, how does it make you feel? Like, I feel kind of weird about it. My parents controlled me with money. Or I feel so ashamed because my parents worked so hard to get me where I am and I'm not I'm not actually ahead of the game. So uh, people come in with feelings about money. That's where you start the conversation. And then what about for couples, you know, I guess, do they pool their money together? Do they pay <sighs> things separate? What's the best route? Okay, so tell me what did you do? You're married. You've been married for 100 years. What did you do? Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, everything's together. Okay, so it totally depends on the couple. And the, I think that because people are getting married later in life, it do, it's not ne necessarily just like throw it all together. I think people are used to having their own accounts sometimes. So, you know, I think it really depends. You should have a conversation. And uh, the same thing, like I have a lot of friends, they married someone with student loan debt. They paid off that debt. The kids these days, they're like, I'm not paying off your debt. You do it. And so <laughs> there are all different conversations to have. You do what works for you. There is no better or worse. You just have to have a system. And each of you has to understand the system that's in place. And what do I mean by that? You know, usually one person pays the bills. Brian, who pays the bills there? Uh, I do. My wife doesn't like that I pay the bills because she says I always forget and I remind her nothing's ever been turned off. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, I mean, someone is usually responsible for that just because it's a pain in the neck to do both of you. Do it. So whoever is responsible for the bill paying system has to communicate what the system is with the partner. I found this out just as I was doing like estate planning. I was reviewing our estate documents. I'm like, hey, honey, let me just show you all this stuff. Like these are automatic payments. Like the mortgage gets paid automatically. It comes from this joint account. This one gets paid automatically. This one I pay separately. So you have to just communicate whatever the system is to the partner who's not taking control. Same thing with investments. You know, if one of you is actually managing the investments on behalf of the couple or the family, you got to talk about it. You know, I, you know, of course me, every, I take a moment to always be able to, to, to remind everyone to do their estate planning, but you never know what could happen. You know, in the last, I would say in the last six weeks, I have heard from a number of people who have lost spouses, but under the age of 50, and that leaves the person who is the uninvolved spouse with money sometimes really freaking out. Mm -hmm. So you've got to have these conversations so people know where things are. You come together. You build your plan. I, here's to me the big question when you have this conversation about mm. you know finances, who does what, do you combine, mm. do you keep them separate? Is that a better question for someone like you, a financial planner, mm. or is it a better question for a marriage counselor because huh. I just see that and this is you know for me and my wife I kind of feel if you are totally if you have your own separate thing going on mm. you're you're almost asking for problems like to happen like some well, put it this people way. aren't going to know something I think that you have to disclose. You can have, um, like, you can have a separate account where you're like, look, why don't we, like, one one person articulated this and said, like, we both kind of decided, like, our allowance, like, each of them takes a certain amount of money every month, no questions asked, okay? So if it's $500 a month, I never ask you, or $1,000 a month, I never ask you. Um, but if you have a secret account, like that whole financial infidelity, that's bad. That's a really, that can be a wedge issue. That's a, that's the marriage counselor. But having a conversation about like 
who's going to manage the money. Let's say that let's say that uh, you and I are married, and you're like Jill, you manage the money, and then I manage the money, and you're like you're crappy at it, and I I want to fire you as the investment manager, and then you want to go to a financial planner or an investment advisor to give you an overall game plan. This to me is. Um, it's a fuzzy line. I think many more investment advisors and certified financial planners are actually trained to have the emotional conversations with people, but they are not shrinks. You know, they're trying to navigate you through your financial stuff. If behind that financial stuff is real emotional stuff, that's when you go to the counselor. All right. And one other thing, prenups, you used to hear about them only with, you know, wealthy couples or mm. celebrities. Is this more, you know, mainstream yes. now? Yeah, it's so interesting to me. I mean, all of these nuptial agreements have become more popular because some people walk into marriages, and especially, I think, the younger generation, they're very spooked by the debt. So if you're walking into a marriage and someone has, you know, $140,000 of debt, you're scared and you say, well, like if some, if we break up and I've paid this much into your debt, I want something back. So there are more of those kinds of agreements. Now, usually a prenup is, as you said, like a, you know, it's like a, a my Super Bowl sweethearts. It's for people who have a huge disparity. Taylor Swift has so much more money than Kelsey, right? So it's just like, of course, you're going to have a prenup. There are other documents that I think are incredibly important. One I love that's called a no-nup. And these are, this is a document that's essentially we're not getting married, but if we break up, this is how the finances go down. I also think that's important if there's a closely held family business or small business that you're, one owns with other people outside of the marriage, you probably need some legal documents for that. Well, Jill, as always, thanks for the tips, and we'll check in again soon. You betcha. Thanks, guys. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.